message this morning uh, comes from uh, two scriptures today. Uh, the first one is from 1 Peter <clears throat> uh, chapter 2, verses 20 through 24, and then Romans 3, 23 through 26. Hear the word of God. <clears throat> if you endure when you are beaten for doing wrong, what credit is that? But if you endure when you do right and suffer for it, you have God's approval. For to this you have been called, because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example so that you should follow in his steps. He committed no sin, and no deceit was found in his mouth. When he was abused, he did not return abuse. When he suffered, he did not threaten. But he entrusted himself to the one who judges justly. He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross, so that free from sins, we might live for righteousness. By his wounds, you have been healed. For you were going astray like sheep, but now you have returned to the shepherd and guardian of your souls. Now from Romans. Since all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, they are now justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God put forward as a sacrifice of atonement by his blood, effective through faith. He did this to show his righteousness, because in his divine forbearance, he had passed over the sins previously committed. It was to prove at the present time that he himself is righteous and that he justifies the one who has faith in Jesus. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Have you ever Googled yourself? I don't mean like tickle your side. <laughs> but have you just typed your name in the Google search engine? Um, I did that recently. And, uh, you know, I could see marriages or funerals that I served. Uh, but something came up that I forgot about. And I had uh, I'd written a comment on a, a worship media page. I was uh, looking for little film clips at the time years ago uh, for a Lenten service. Uh, it had to have been Good Friday. And the, the clip was of a, a, a lamb just sitting there, innocent and kind. And, and then all of a sudden you see like this hand and this knife come and reach for it and then take it away. And I was... I was really disturbed by it, but I knew what they were trying to communicate. They were trying to talk about the, uh, the sacrifice of Jesus, right? Being a, uh, the Lamb of God who takes away the, the sins of the world. And yet it was still disturbing. And so in the comments I wrote, um, I get it. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> and I could never show this in church because of... My children present, they, they, it won't make any sense to them. And so, of course, the next person wrote, you can't steer away from the truth and you can't, you know, uh, not preach this gospel. I knew that was coming. But that's just one, one side of the cross. 
through the scriptures, we see that there are many di- uh, dimensions to the cross, and the, the one that they were uh, depicting in the film was just one, but it's probably the one uh, that we remember the most because it is so violent. It is so, uh, it's horrible. It's a horrible truth that the Son of God went to the cross to die for me and for you and for the sins of the world. That is a hard pill to swallow. And so that's why this series is called Getting Cross. <laughs> um, you know, in the South, we say when you're getting cross with somebody, it means that you're, you're getting angry with them. And I think there are too many people today that just think that God is angry with them. And so this becomes, a, this becomes an, an image to say that God's wrath is, is over, that Jesus took it upon himself as a substitute for our sins so that we could go free. And yet it's still hard to swallow. But we see that image in Scripture, and there's no way around it. And so though this is the, the hardest one for, for me to personally accept, um, I know that there's still five more Sundays to look at the other messages from the cross, but today we'll look at this one. Um, there is something about the cross and Jesus' death that does say something about sin. Um, I think it points to just how awful sin is in us. Just how, um, just how deep that chasm is uh, between us and God if it weren't for Jesus. It is so extreme. But it's there. And Jesus himself in the Garden of Gethsemane um, even asked the Father, is there another way? But not my will, but but yours be done. There was a way out, but still he, he embraced the cross. And he even told his followers that if you're going to come after me, we have to pick up our crosses. We have to pick up the things that are hard to deny ourselves and to follow in his footsteps. In some way, shape, or form, it is saying goodbye to an old life so that we can receive a new life. He would say over uh, and again, you know, you have to lose yourself in order to define yourself. Uh, I think of um, this extreme image as really, it's really because you and I and all of humanity are almost like on one of those missing persons um, posters that you see in Walmart, right? You see these missing children, and there's like so many of them. And yet God sent Jesus in order to bring us home, to bring God's love home to us, to bring God's children to himself. He says, if you go on doing wrong, what credit is it to you? If you endure when you do right and suffer for it, you have God's approval. You know, I find that there's a lot of ways that I can 
um, just be criticized in my own life. And if I'm not trying to do things uh, for the sake of the kingdom, um, it's not worth the criticism. It's not worth the ridicule. And so I have to check my own heart and say, you know what? I'm doing this for God, for the kingdom, and for, and for this other person. And that kingdom trouble is worth it. I'd rather do that than anything else. We see, too, that in, in verse 24, he says, He himself bore our sins. He doesn't say my sin. He doesn't say your sin. He says our sins. That, that this love from God is as, as brutal and honest as it is, is a love that would turn us around but not away. I think if there is any image in that movie, uh, The Passion of the Christ, that, that brought me to tears, and that, I couldn't watch most of it. But it's this moment where Jesus is carrying the cross, and he's stumbling, and he sees his mother, and he says, Mother, look, I make all things new. Our sins that we might live for righteousness. He has made us into a community that is of grace and forgiveness. He's taken upon himself the punishment of our sin so that we would be free, so that there wouldn't be a need for anybody else to die. That may be the only reason that I can think of that would be worth the Son of God giving his life for me. If that means that the rest of us go free, that nobody else should ever have to bear that, not executed, not to go to war, not to... I can't think of any other reason that you and I might be made whole through the grace and forgiveness of a community. That we would be between where we were and where we need to be. He says, you have been healed. You were going astray. You have turned to the shepherd, the guardian of your souls. The times that I feel my fallenness the most are in these moments, and I don't know why it's Saturday mornings, but it's usually Saturdays where I feel my shortcomings. The times that I should be feeling renewed and, and, uh, and rested, sometimes are the very times I'm apologizing the most to my family that I seem to, to say that thing, do that thing, stumble over myself, that um, I don't know where it comes from, but I can just say, you know, that is my fallen self. And so I'm looking for grace for others. I'm looking for grace from God because I can barely stand myself sometimes. You ever felt that way? 
Have you ever felt that way? Okay. We see how much we are in need of God's grace again and again. I remember when um, uh, the, the, the shooting happened at uh, um, the high school down south, and it was just a couple of miles from a United Methodist Church, and I, I was sure to watch that service that morning because Vance Rains was at the helm. And though he had an ocean of reporters and the governor and everywhere else, and everyone else saying, do you know who's here this morning? Do you know who's here this morning? Do you know who's, are you, do you know? And he said, I know. And the whole message was to say, we are to chase after Jesus all the way down to the cross. That was his message over and over again, that there was no hope in the world in that room, apart from the cross of Christ. Not in the governor, not in the, the news, not in anybody that, that the world deems special. He kept pointing to the cross. And the only thing that can, that can come from such a sacrifice from us as followers of Jesus it's got to birth a community that's empowered by a lifelong gift of gratitude to God. Not guilt, not those Saturdays, but actually just the opposite. That there is no time but to be grateful for what God has given us. Freedom? A fresh start, a way of, re, uh, of changing the world together with new life. When I first went to the Wesley Foundation, the thing that, that moved me more than anything else was that I did not see a pastor around. Those students were not acting as if there was some human authority they were living out that love and that grace and that community and that forgiveness with each other. That had the biggest impact on me as a, as a new believer because I didn't trust the church, but I saw something in these college students that they were living this new life out of all the right reasons. They, yeah, they were flawed. I could see that. But they were nowhere close to where I was six months earlier and the people I was running with. It was a community empowered by a lifelong gratitude to God for what Jesus gave for us on the cross. Last but not least, verse 25 says, whom God put forward as a sacrifice of atonement by his blood, effective through faith, that God put forward a sacrifice of atonement to bring us to God, to bring us to each other, to tear down the dividing walls and to not rebuild them again because of what God has done, not kneel, Right? But what God has done.
It is a holy mystery. It is a holy mystery that I can't fully explain. 